So when I first started my podcast, I didn't know who to exactly start with. And there's so many different hosting websites out there. And me personally, I love using Buzzsprout because they really allow you to be able to launch, promote, and track your podcast. They have detailed analytics, see which demographics are listening to your podcast. They also display your show online and is listed on all the major podcast directories such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and much more within minutes of finishing your recording. And today is a great day to start your own podcast, whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, you have a message you want to share with the world, or you just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcast is an easy, inexpensive, and a fun way to expand your reach online. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and that's where the team at Buzzsprout comes in, and they definitely are passionate about helping you succeed, and you should definitely get started today with joining over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. If you follow the link in the show notes that lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you, it also gets you a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan and it helps support our show. Let's create something great together. Welcome back everyone to another episode of Insightful Principles. In today's podcast, I want to talk about the Fed's decision regarding interest rate hikes and really discuss what monetary policy is going to look like moving forward based on the speech that Jerome Powell had today and really just giving my take on, you know, what to expect uh, with interest rates throughout the year and, you know, what was some of the important language and some of the important uh, information uh, that I heard throughout the conversation. Uh, but as always, if you all can please do me a huge favor, uh, continue to rate, uh, leave a review. Uh, definitely helps uh, when you can be able to leave a review and, and really just uh, describe your feedback on uh, what you like or don't like about this channel and maybe some things that I can improve on. Uh, continue to keep sharing this with your family and friends and that's always greatly appreciated. Now, uh, before the Fed meeting today, uh, the CME, uh, which stands for the Chicago uh, Mercantile Exchange, uh, they're actually a derivatives exchange that's based out in Chicago. Uh, they have a tool that they use called the Fed Watch tool. And it really showed that the probability of the Fed raising rates by 25 basis points in today's meeting was actually around 86.4%, whereas a pause was around 13.6%. Now, the Fed did go ahead and they raised rates another 25 basis points in today's meeting, which means the Fed funds rate is now at 475 to 5%. And Powell really talked about how they did consider uh, doing a pause, but they really felt that uh, they need to have more data uh, before they actually decide to, you know, either pause rate hikes or even really consider uh, to doing any uh, cuts when it comes to interest rates. And they really feel that a lot of the bank failures that we've seen with Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, uh, they feel confident that they have enough tools uh, to be able to help monitor the situation and make sure that it doesn't get out of hand is pretty much the way that I understood it. And they really just kind of described that um, there is enough liquidity in the system to be able to make sure that depositors will be made whole and that also uh, there is just a stability there when it comes to the depositors within the bank. So uh, that was very interesting. But, you know, when it comes to the Fed funds rate, 
Uh, for those of you that may not know what that term means, uh, simply it's the interest rate that banks and other depository institutions will charge each other when lending money. So a lot of the questions that Powell had to answer throughout the Fed meeting today was, you know, how does the constant interest rate hikes really impact credit conditions? You know, how does it, you know, affect these banks that are already seeing financial stress? You know, how uh, will that factor into their decision of possibly being able to pause rate hikes? And really, Powell really just described that their main intention is really getting inflation down and that uh, they're doing a active review right now to see uh, what happened with Silicon Valley Bank and, and really considering a tighter regulation and, and more uh, supervision uh, when it comes to being able to prevent any type of future uh, bank collapses or failures within the system. So that was kind of his approach when a lot of the reporters was asking them, you know, as you start to cre uh, increase rates, that means that credit conditions becomes much more tighter. The cost of debt becomes uh, much tighter. And, you know, how will uh, the Federal Reserve really react to that? So that was a very, you know, uh, great interaction with, you know, really just analyzing that throughout the meeting. Uh, now, the dot plot, which I've talked about here before in the past, uh, this is more of a resource that the Fed will use. A lot of economists and analysts will look at the dot plot to kind of get a projection of where rates are going to go throughout the year. Uh, and pretty much on the CME website, uh, they're projecting that the, the federal funds rate is actually going to stay at about 5.1% uh, until the end of the year. And that's honestly what Powell talked about today. Uh, he really said that the federal funds rate, uh, he didn't indirectly say that the fe federal funds rate is going to stay at 5.1% to the end of the year. But he did mention that they are going to continue to tightening uh, if they see that inflation is still going to stay much more stickier. Or if inflation starts to come down, then they'll start to reconsider of, you know, possibly having a potential pause when it comes to rate hikes. So, you know, I think there has to be more data before we really get an interpretation of if they're going to continue to raise rates or if they're going to lower it. Uh, I know that before the meeting, uh, a lot of the, uh, the dot plot was showing that for 2024, the federal funds rate was going to go down to about 4.1%. But during the meeting, Powell actually stated that they're now projecting 4.3%. So a little bit higher than what's being projected. And then in 2025, uh, it actually moved from 35 to 3.6%. And they're expecting that they will get raised down uh, low enough where it can get to more of the inflation target, which is that 2.5%. So that's pretty much the goal and in, in, in what they discussed throughout the meeting. Uh, one uh, thing that I also noticed here with kind of looking through the CME uh, website uh, for the next Fed meeting that's going to be coming up on May 3rd of 2023 is a 57% probability uh, that the Fed is actually going to pause rate hikes. And then there's a 42% probability that they will increase uh, rate hikes uh, by another 25 basis points. Now, I think this is going to determine what's going to happen with core inflation. Right now, core inflation is at 5.5%. Uh, and as I stated before, uh, core inflation really excludes uh, food and energy costs. 
Uh, so the Fed usually looks at that to see, you know, if inflation is starting to come down. So that is going to be some numbers that people will be paying attention to over the next month or so. Uh, I think, of course, with the CPI print, uh, that's also going to be a very good indicator to see, you know, if they're making some traction uh, when it comes to inflation. And, you know, those are some important things that uh, they're really going to be analyzing. But I, I think also looking at the unemployment rate, uh, looking at the labor market, you know, seeing uh, what the conditions are looking like as it as it comes to that. Um, I think those are all going to be the important uh, data that's going to be analyzed along with uh, also what's happening in the housing market as well. Um, but I think another indicator that you can look at to get a better interpretation of understanding what the market is pricing in when it comes to a possible pause or pivot is the two-year treasury note. Now, when I looked at the two-year uh, as the market started to close today, uh, it actually, at the beginning of the day, the two-year treasury was at about 4.1%. But then as Powell kind of talked about that they're going to continue to tighten until they really have gotten a grasp on inflation, uh, the two-year actually went down to about 3.9%. And then even when I looked at 30-year, uh, the the treasury is actually looking is yielding about 3.6%. So you're starting to still see those inversions uh, where short-term debt is yielding much higher than long-term debt when you look at the two and the 30-year. Uh, and even when I looked at the 10-year, uh, it was actually... Uh, lower uh, than the two-year. It was at about 3.4%. So there, there's all types of inversions happening right now uh, with the yield curves. And, and those are typically warning signs when it comes to, uh, to recessions. And even Powell really talked about how, you know, recessions right now, uh, it's hard to be able to model what exactly is going to happen. Uh, but they do understand that their main objective is being able to get more price stability where they can make sure that there's more confidence with uh, the purchasing power of the dollar and making sure that that's not being devalued uh, based on uh, what he discussed t today throughout the meeting. Uh, now, another thing when it comes to the two-year uh, treasury, uh, this is usually the four policy expectation. So usually when uh, analysts on CNBC or the reporters on those platforms or Bloomberg, uh, when they're saying that uh, the market is pricing in a pause or possible rate cuts is because that two year is really looked at as for policy expectations of what the Fed may potentially do when it comes to uh, the federal funds rate. And the federal funds rate measures for growth and inflation expectations. So as we know now, uh, the federal funds rate is sitting at that 5%. And typically, the Fed is uh, really wanting to move that federal funds rate above uh, the rate of inflation. So we're still about, as of now, uh, about a full percentage away uh, when it comes to uh, in inflation year over year. Uh, core inflation is 5.5%, so it's getting very close. So that's why a lot of people are saying, you know, maybe one more rate hike, but after that, uh, it's probably going to be a pause. But it's yet to be determined, you know, what's going to happen. Uh, I know some notable language that I heard from Powell uh, with kind of uh, reviewing the uh, speech uh, that he had here today. Uh, he really said that uh, rate cuts are not in their baseline expectations and that 
Uh, they have to wait on more data uh, from core inflation before they even think about rate cuts. And they really stated that they will continue to keep tightening, uh, as I mentioned, uh, when it comes to really tackling inflation. And, you know, a, a lot of analysts throughout the week before the meeting had really stated that this was something the Fed had to do because if they would have did a pause with rate uh, with interest rates, um, it could have showed that there was bigger issues within the system. So to ensure that confidence, I think like what they did today was the right decision. It's yet to be determined to see if it creates more financial stress for a lot of these banks that have had issues. Um, but I do think it was the right decision because I think at the end of the day, they have to get inflation down, you know, and if that's their main objective, uh, being able to uh, reverse the course or move away from what you said your actions are going to be, uh, that really shows that uh, it's a lack of transparency. So I think that in order for them to be transparent, they had to come out today and state what they stated. Uh, so it was a very balanced approach, you know, throughout uh, the conversation when he spoke today. And uh, he, Powell also explained how the SVB collapse uh, does not show that there's bigger issues with the broadening, uh, the broader banking system. And uh, SVB is the Silicon uh, Valley Bank. And they feel confident that they're doing everything that they need to do uh, to make sure that there is stability in the system. Uh, I know that he did kind of briefly touch on how SVB was a situation where uh, they were overexposed with a lot of their assets and they didn't really factor uh, their interest rate risk uh, when it comes to investing in long time, long term uh, bonds. Uh, and then just some of the other things is that uh, they are in the process of really doing a thorough review uh, and seeing what were some of the issues that led to them. Uh, not being able to support their depositors during the bank run and that uh, they're going to make sure that they do everything they can to prevent this type of situation from happening within the future. Uh, so I think it was a very good conversation. And uh, that was a little um, of just kind of a recap of what was discussed during the Fed meeting today. But that wraps it up, everyone, for this episode. Uh, if you could please do me a huge favor, as always, continue to please rate, leave a review, share this message with your family and friends. And I thank you all so much for listening and have a blessed day.